bioelectricity. Wow. Gotta be honest, little jealous. Hey, look. I got nothing on the OG. Think we should run tests tomorrow? A little voltage analysis? Oh, man. Yeah, sorry. I've been meaning to tell you. I'm not gonna be around for the next few weeks. Is this some kind of pee joke I don't get? No. Uh, MJ's headed overseas for the Bugle and requested me as her photographer. Kind of a working vacation for us. Oh, man. Look, I don't know if I'm ready to fly solo. I screwed up today big time with the helicopter. But then you delivered big time. You saved my bacon, Miles. I got lucky. Hey, I did this gig for eight years without backup, and you better believe I screwed up lots of times. But that is how you learn. What's this? Christmas present. But first, you gotta take the oath. Oh. Um, okay. I promise to do everything in my power to protect this city. I promise. Hello there, and Happy New Year! You are listening to episode 30 of the video game podcast PlayStation Pals. I'm your host, Nick, and I'm joined by the Venom to my Spider-Man, John. John, are you excited for 2023? I'm feeling pretty good about it. Um, you know, besides life things, you know, video game things are always super sunshine <laughs> and rainbow. So, you know, we got a pretty pretty stacked year. So absolutely, man. I, I don't see how you couldn't be if you're in the video game space. Yeah, it seems like the we'll be finally be able to say COVID is officially over. Yeah. And the impact that it had <laughs> will yeah. finally be behind us, especially in regards to the video game industry. So there is a lot to be excited for. Um, if you're new to the show, if you're just listening, this is how it works. We each bring three things to talk about. It can be a video game we're playing, a news topic, a email to PlayStationPalsPod at gmail.com, a Twitter DM at PSPalsPod, any of those things, we talk about it. Uh, this episode will be a little different. We're still going to have six things, but this whole episode will be focused on this year in video games. So, and we're going to kick things off by bringing back our favorite segment, the DEFCON level, <laughs> especially in regards to PlayStation VR. It is coming February 22nd, 2023. It had a brief little appearance, which we'll get into next at CES. Uh, is that's the computer entertainment sh computer? I don't know what that actually stands for. <laughs> Computer Entertainment Show. I think it's electronics. It's electronics. Yeah, we're, we're way off with that one. <laughs> Computer Electronics <laughs> Show. Um, had a brief appearance there, but again, John, I want to get what DEF CON level are we at? So DEF CON level one means between now and the next time we record, you are 100% confident there will be either an announcement or a showcase for PlayStation VR. Uh, Defcon level five being very unlikely between now and the next show. So, just so I am clear, <laughs> are, are, does this include a state of play? Yes, we're, we're going to include states of play. Okay, um, I'd say we're at a Defcon four. Um, you know, I, I, I would imagine Sony's cadence with these big blowout state of plays that they've kind of done 
historically now, you know, they had a big one for Horizon, um, a big one for Ghost of Tsushima, um, a couple, a big one for Ragnarok. You know, they, they like to do those kind of things. And if memory serves me correctly, those typically come about a month before, mm-hmm. maybe maybe even three weeks before. You know, they want to they want to get out in front of it enough to make sure people are hyped, but also you know keep it close enough so it stays top of mind. So. I think we're getting, you know, we're definitely going to get something a little more in-depth than we've received, but I think it's going to be an early February date if I were to, like, kind of hmm. kind of place it a time. That's interesting, because this is not a $70 game we're talking. This is a $550 <laughs> piece of hardware that is 47 days away. You would think that you think we'd have one by now. Like, even, like, last, I mean, we and, talked about it last for last month that they would have one, maybe, but... And PSVR 2 did not really show up at the Game Awards. We didn't really talk about that, but... Yeah, and that's honestly, that's kind of the reason that I, I do think it's going to be a little bit closer is just, I you know, it seems like Sony's marketing strategy with this device is is very laissez-faire. It's just kind <laughs> of laid back and just whatever happens, happens, you know, because they already have a, a decent amount of people bought into the, the first one. So they know they're going to capture a lot of those people, um, you know, but maybe they're just really playing the slow burn, long, long game with this, long con. They don't expect it to light the world on fire when it first comes out but if they can continue to support it bring the half-life alexes bring you know team asobi working on hopefully a new astros playroom uh that by you know the time that these things you know that these things start coming people can set aside the money to get it because despite sony i guess i think i saw an article a couple days ago like officially declaring ps5 shortages over which i don't know what that really means but they're probably also still trying to really figure out like you know, just just manufacturing and making sure that all the parts are where they need to be to balance the PS5 and PSVR 2 mm-hmm. simultaneously. Um, so I don't know if they're super concerned with like really making this crazy big splash immediately. I think they're just playing the like, look, we have the best headset. Mm-hmm. Oculus Quest, they're probably looking at almost like a Nintendo Switch style thing where it's like, we're going to have a lot of games, but mm-hmm. if you want the best experience, you got to come to the PSVR 2 because... Uh, after CES, man, every single person who touched Call of the Mountain just like glowing reviews a- again. Um, so I think they're confident in the, in the tech. They don't need to show off much more. You're bleeding nope. into our next topic. <laughs> I do that a lot. So yeah. So so four. You're thinking of four. Yeah. Okay. So not not very not likely next week we'll have a, sh- a show of any kind. No. Or announcement. I don't think so. All right. I, I I'm I'm with you. Though I do think, boy, like, come on, let's go. <laughs> yeah. I'm just excited for this thing, other than, you know, the the smaller stuff. But I, I also think there's a, a small ar- a small argument to be made. I, I don't think they care about Forspoken that much. But, <laughs> you know, it's, it's, it is a Sony PS5 exclusive game that True. needs a little bit of shine, a little bit of spotlight. So I think you wait till that's out. Okay. To, to, to really start pushing what the next messaging is. Go sure. hard with the Forspoken commercials, the Forspoken stuff right now, and then February is, is dedicated to to the uh, Horizon and PSVR 2. True. And, and there's a, the HBO's Last of Us, which they want to yes. push as well. There's so. lots going on. Yes. <laughs> All right. So what's your, what's your, I said four, what do you, you I'm with you on a four. four? I, okay. I, I think you're right. I'm just, I'm just shocked that we're, we're at this point and not a big giant blowout of the, the deck. But, yeah. That moves into our first preview of next of this year. God, I got to remember that it is 2023. Mm-hmm. Uh, is the hardware the big hardware? PSVR two. We just talked about a little bit. 
Again, coming February 22nd, it's gonna cost you $549, or you can get the Call of the Mountain bundle for $600. Pretty, pretty pricey. It did show up at CES. Uh, we got a few little bit more news. I think one of the key things that they needed to say is that Gran Turismo 7 will be PSVR 2 ready at launch. Huge. As a free update if you already own the game. And that John's other favorite game, Beat Saber, though mm -hmm. no release date, is also going to be on PSVR 2. Yeah, no, both great additions. Um, you know, it's just a little confusing. Why wait till now to say <laughs> these two? It, it, you know, it just seems like Gran Turismo 7 would have been the other thing that you kind of lead into after blowing out Call of the Mountain. Maybe I, they, they weren't sure it was going to be ready in time. That's that's fair. <laughs> um, you know, I guess that could make sense. But, you know, either way, it's, it's, it's a no-brainer. Glad it's going to be there. Uh, cool thing about this, too, despite Sony kind of being penny pinchers, it seems, with upgrade paths and things like that, uh, yeah, they're giving this one, one for free, Yeah, uh, which is nice. So both Resident Evil and Gran Turismo, if you own those versions of the game previously, uh, you get the upgrades for free into VR. So, yeah. um, you know, they're slowly making their case for, for buying one of these things. Yeah. Slowly. Yeah. <laughs> but what about you? Are you going to get a PSVR 2 at launch if... If if, the, if you go into a GameStop and it's there, <laughs> if, <laughs> if my impulse control gets the better of me, um, at this time I am I am not looking to purchase one day one. Mm -hmm. I love new tech. We all love opening boxes, but I feel like at this point that's all it really is. Mm -hmm. I would play it. I would enjoy it. I'm sure Horizon's great, but I, I really want like a good three to four games that, that I really want to bite my teeth into. You know, I, I, I feel like a broken record every time we bring bring VR up, Half-Life Alex gets brought up, but like that, that continues to be the one game that most people want. <laughs> yeah. And I want to see a little bit more support from Sony First Party. They've had a tendency with a lot of their peripherals dating back to... You know, I, I don't know about the PSP, how they really supported that. Truthfully, that's kind of a blank spot in my PlayStation knowledge is the PSP a little bit. But I know the Vita and the PSVR both were pretty supported pretty well on launch. And then they just really dwindled as, you know, PlayStation 4 was so popular. I think they just really felt they needed to continue their strong first party narrative games. And then those other things got forgotten about. So I want to kind of see, you know, in the age where games take six, seven years to make, do they allocate the right amount of resources for this thing to to really you know uh, make it something that you need to have as an addition to your to your console? Yeah, yeah, it needs a big fall. It needs a several big releases a year, mm. you know, from Sony and, and partners. Because I 100% agree, they probably paid for Resident Evil 8. Yeah, to be yeah. via PSVR 2. So they need at least more partners like that involved. It is nice that they own Insomniac now. They are, they are a known VR developing team, so they, they know this type of stuff pretty well. It's just, it just Mary doesn't... Mary Jane Simulator's coming. Uh, <laughs> it doesn't seem like there's a ton of third-party support right now. Like, any of the teams, I feel like, that are making third-party games for these things, they're, they're almost dedicated VR teams. Like, you don't yeah. see Ubisoft having a VR section of... Uh, well, not Gorilla, sorry. Uh, Capcom, Square Enix. Like, no. you don't see these big companies really trying to even and start so it's i don't know it's interesting i think we're kind of at a, a at an interesting inflection point for vr i think the tech is getting there now finally um we'll just see yeah. if it's if it's ready to get adopted yeah mm -hmm. yeah people are going to get it and then buy games for it is the real yeah. key question so so you are not going to pre-order this no and you're currently not getting it 
Not gonna get it, and uh, you know, I also have two other friends who do have confirmed pre-orders, so like I can get my hands on it there and, and check it out, see if it really. Well, can... then you'll you'll get it. Yeah, <laughs> he knows me so well. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm gonna try Horizon and be like, I, I have to beat this game. Um, but Look at all these uh, easy platinums. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, that too. And you know, and. Uh, I don't know. I, I just like to have the access to everything when I want it. So I will definitely be getting it at some point. I, I have no doubts about that. But um, yeah, little little bit down the road. I, I still still got to get through so much. So, so, so much. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. Still no interest from me. So we'll see. Hopefully they can get there for both of us. So if they if they come out with. OK, so we got Resident Evil, Gran Turismo, a new Astros Playroom, Half-Life Alex, and one other game for you. That's that would be pretty, is, is pretty that, enticing. Okay, let's okay. So, so if we can get to the point where there's five games that you're like, ooh, like you're gonna you're gonna start thinking about it. Mm, yeah, I, yeah. Okay. Uh, that 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 is my okay. my thing with all consoles and hardware is like I have to have at least you know five games to play. Sure, or it's not even worth it. So. Sure. So yeah, we're gonna keep an eye on that, and it's definitely gonna be the talk for lead, leading up to this thing. What, so what's the date? February twenty second. Yeah, man. Everything's creeping up so quick. Like, Last of Us is in nine days. That's coming up in, in no time at all. Yeah. Shit's going to move fast, I feel, like, this year. Yes. So, uh, speaking of The Last of Us, the next topic is the adaptations of 2023. These are video games that are turned into other forms of media, particularly television or movies. Uh, the first big one that also snuck up on us is John's favorite game, one of his favorites, mm-hmm. Near Automata, coming tomorrow, January 7th. Yeah, I somehow blocked this out of my brain, <laughs> uh, which which is exciting, uh, you know, because I'll have a show to watch. Um, is this going to do anything for you at all? I'll check I'll check it out for the show because you're going to be watching it, and it looks good. Like, like I... One of the first good signs, like even Edge Runners, Cyberpunk Edge Runners, as long as the animation looks really good, I'm usually in. Uh, this looks really good. Yeah. Like the animation is very. I don't know. I unfortunately I did not write down what studio is doing this. I'm horrible. Yeah, and we're and neither Nick or I were like you know we're not huge anime guys. Yeah. We enjoy it if if there's something that catches our interest, but it's not like you know we're not those guys that have to check out every big uh, thing that comes along, but. Yeah, I I think this looks good too, man. And and honestly, like I, there's always a lot of conversation when something gets adapted, whether they're going to retell the story we all know or whether they're going to flesh out the world and do something different. And this, based on the trailers I've seen, is mm-hmm. one of the most looking like the most faithful one to one thing of the game, which I think is a good route because to make this series grow and this franchise grow, which I don't even know if that's their intention. I, I, they might just be trying to just, you know, please the people who are into it, but you know, you need to to get the baseline out first. You need to get people familiar with these characters. If they tried to go and like, hey, we're gonna tell a story about somebody that's not related to the game, I think a lot of people would lose immediate interest. So going back, retelling the story that I absolutely love, um, you know, I think there's a lot of good emotional moments and um, I'm really curious to see how they're gonna play it out because as many people who are familiar with this game know, it's it's got famously 26 different endings. Now, many of those are just bullshit, <laughs> like, you know, it takes two seconds to end. But there's a good five main endings. And so I'm curious what the process is going to be with that. Yeah. You know, because it takes it takes six to eight hours to, to do a playthrough of the game. But to plan them, it's 50 because you need to do, you know, right, at, le- right. at least four strong playthroughs. And then the last one is its own thing. I won't go into it. But, um, yeah, very curious. Very curious. Okay. I, I, I think it'll be sweet. All right. And then just moving on, the next big thing is that HBO's The Last of Us. 
Oh my God! There was a, I just saw a TV commercial for it yeah. uh, today, uh, which is great. It's like getting hyped. It's coming January fifteenth, nine p.m. Eastern time. It looks like it's going to take the entire events of the first game, which uh, John is reliving currently, and I relived early late last year. Is this is an incredible story, and everything looks to be going right here. There's not I can't I can't point out a single mistake they've made mm. uh, in any of these trailers. I mean the the productions there, the acting's there. It's just it's a dream project, man. I mean <laughs> it, it really is. Uh, you know, ever since they announced that this was going to be a thing, I've had nothing but at least confidence that this is a story obviously worth telling on on a to a broader audience, you know, get people who don't play video games involved in it, but like you said, everything that's gone into it between being backed by HBO, a hundred million dollar budget per season, greater than greater than uh, Game of Thrones. You you go onto HBO Max today, front page is The Last of Us Collection. And you click on it, there's nothing there. It's just they're excited about it. They want people to know about it. So anytime folks that like that kind of stuff happens, almost view it like a review embargo that gets released a week early. Where it's like, hey, we, we're not worried about bad reviews we're not worried about we're confident we're so confident in this thing that's going to knock your socks off and uh as nick said i am i just got to winter in the game i would imagine everybody listening has played the last of us so it's it's you know towards the end of the game um joel just had a major injury and every i I think this is my third or fourth time playing through this game there really isn't I almost wish we could go back and do the PlayStation franchise, man, because like I, I, I'm, I, I am in love with this story and these characters and the raw emotion that happens every seemingly 30 minutes. It's just the next thing to the next thing. Henry and Sam, then you go to you know Joel and Ellie having their kind of like you know their little fight that they have in the bedroom, and it's just like this game is made for TV and it's going to be oh so good. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's gonna be hype. I don't, I don't think I've been ex- ex- excited for a show since the <laughs> final season of Breaking Bad. I and legit, which is exciting. Yeah, really exciting. especially like uh, I'm always I like to be surprised. I usually don't like when I read a book and I go see the movie. I'm not usually too excited because I know what happens typically. Yep. Uh, but uh, this, yeah, it's it's still so excited. I just I'm excited to see what liberties are going to take. Mm-hmm. Um, this, you know, this this show is being made with the second game already existing, and they've already said that that, that has influenced some things that are going to be in the show since they they know what happens. Uh, so it'll be interesting to see what changes there are, and like like since we just both played the game, it'll be such an interesting comparison point, episode to episode, of what's different, what is better, what what might be worse. You know, it's going to be fun to explore this show mm-hmm. uh, in and out that we love so much. The only thing I'm nervous about, <laughs> and I am personally not nervous. I oh just gosh. hope the internet does not go crazy at Bella Ramsey. <laughs> is that what you thought I was going to say? Yeah, I knew you were going to bring up the internet. Yep. <laughs> I just hope that spoiler, John. They will. <laughs> I know they will, but like they're they're going to be mad. They're already mad about the casting of just the way she looks. Sarah, the yeah. original daughter. I know. Just just we know the toxicity <laughs> that follows this franchise, the undeserved toxicity, and uh, hopefully it's not a thing that saps a lot of the fun conversation around the show. But you know, I I think Bella's going to kill it. I yeah. personally, so yeah. here's to open. 
they they wouldn't have cast her otherwise. So. Exactly. Um, all right, and then moving on to the next big thing at CES, we got a peek at the Gran Turismo movie. Just <laughs> uh, coming August 11th. It is being directed by Neil Blomkamp. Uh, it has Orlando Bloom in it, David Harbour in it. Uh, they show they didn't show a lot of it at CES, but it, what they showed it looked pretty good. Like I'm I'm a fan of I'm not a fan of racing games, but I do like racing movies because mm-hmm. uh, they're just. What is it about racing movies? I don't, I don't get it. Like, because I'm the same exact way. <laughs> I don't race. I don't watch NASCAR. I don't do any of that. So I'm not even a car guy. But if you like watch Rush, or if you watch um, Ford vs Ferrari, Ford vs Ferrari, or there's a documentary called Senna about uh, the famous F1 driver. That like, there's just something so just visceral and awesome about it. Maybe it's just us being guys. I don't know. But yeah. Anyway, sorry. I think I think the uh, the racing provides just a great like cinematography challenges mm-hmm. that they have to do certain things and I just I love how racing movies are shot so and that's what, like a lot of the little snippets that we did see like yeah. it really highlighted the cameras like dangling off the front of cars that were driving yes. in front of other cars and like yeah. so you know that this is going to be up close and personal and uh, Orlando Bloom made a point to talk about the sound of the movie which yeah, I, 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 you know, looking at what Top Gun Maverick did this past year, and I haven't seen it, so I could be talking out of me my either. ass right now. Um, but it seems to me like part of the reason that that movie was received so well is because they did such a good job. It was an experience in the with theater. Experience with the theater and the sound, and they yeah. actually went and and um, leased military jets from the Navy, flew them, around, so it felt authentic, and the sound was incredible, and you you felt it rattle in your bones and. I think this could be the same kind of thing. If, yeah. if they can get a halfway decent story, David Harbour's awesome, Orlando Bloom's fine, but you know he can play a role <laughs> well enough. He's not offensive, and um, you know really at least make the action there and and, and interesting. I, I think it's going. It could be a surprise hit. Yeah, yeah, it did look good. Did you say the release date for that? August eleventh. Yes. Okay. Um, and then there's not really release dates for much things, but there is the Borderlands movie kind of hiding away. I'm sure we'll at least get a trailer for that this year if it's not coming out this year. And also there is a Twisted Metal show. Mm. <laughs> starring uh, another interesting... Starring Falcon, Anthony Mackie, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. And he's a great actor. I like him, so... That one's interesting because I believe the writers of that are the Deadpool guys. Okay. So, <laughs> you know, obviously you know I, the, what the tone's going to be. I, I think that's the way you make it because I think yep. if you can if you can stick to the... If it sticks to the original premise, I forget, was it, it was Callisto, right? Who would hold the tournament and then you'd get your wish. That sounds right, yeah. Yeah, So it was very, that character was, and all the characters are very silly to begin with, so if they can kind of tap into that Deadpool, maybe a little bit fourth wall breaking humor, Mm -hmm. um, that could be fun. Yeah, I think that's a, it's almost, it's it's interesting because in this new reality that we live in where every single video game property is now getting some sort of adaptation, (laughs) I'm most excited for the ones that you wouldn't think. You know, it's like God of War getting announced for TV show. I'm like, I don't know. Like, it's uh, it's it's such a uh, specific feeling thing with a specific cast and a specific voice and a specific everything that it worries me. But when you take something like Gran Turismo or Twisted Metal that have these loose stories to begin with, but it's just like silliness and they're you know going to try and do what they want with it. You know, I think you can get something out of that. God of War just, I feel like will make me angry. I, I don't know. I hope <laughs> we'll not. see. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> um, before we leave this topic, are there are there any other adaptations uh, you want or you think are gonna are gonna be announced? I mean, what else? What else is there? 
<laughs> I mean, I don't know. As far as Sony properties, that they're all taken now. I mean, I would, I, you know me, a Hades show would be cool. <laughs> and like, I could honestly see that being a thing. Like, those yeah. are very person, like those are fleshed out characters with wildly different personalities. Mm-hmm. I, Especially um, when you get into like animated, like it could, anything can be. It's already, yeah, it's already got the gorgeous art style. <laughs> like, you know, I, but other than that, like, I don't know. It's like. I mean, it's Monster a, Hunter was a movie. Monster, <laughs> so, yeah. So, like, what? everything's up there. But was there anything that you would want other than 80s? I don't think so, man. I mean, I sure, I'm sure the audience has got a lot of this from me, but uh, I'm more of an original kind of guy. Like, I've gotten very burnt out with just movie slash TV, like, um, I don't know what you would call it. Not theming, but where it's just... Seems like everything is now, you know, a video game property, an MCU thing, or a Star Wars thing, and that's fine for all those people. But like, I just, I, 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 I kind of want to get away from all that if we can. <laughs> so I, I think the properties we have, cool, go forward with them. I just get nervous because if they are successful, mm-hmm. it's just going to be more sequels of those, or <laughs> we're going to, you know, we're going to get a legacy of Kane movie and a, and a, you know, a Heavenly Sword movie, which mm-hmm. I think they might have actually even said something about that. Now that <laughs> I said that out loud, but. Yeah, I don't know. What about you? Oh, Metal Gear, of course. Mm. There was that rumored Oscar Isaac Metal Gear movie. That would be, that would be fun. Yeah, uh, if they could do it right. I don't know how they could do it. But. Well, Hideo Kojima wants to do movies. You know, you yeah. get you bring him in and you say, "All right, man, you you turn this <laughs> thing into a wackadoo video game. Now turn it into a wackadoo movie." Yeah, well, just because you make great video games doesn't mean you make great. <laughs> it doesn't. But if there's one video game creator that like seems like they would just naturally go into mm-hmm. that, it's 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 that man. Yeah, that so insane that. insane man. So yeah, that was rumored for a bit, but that nothing came of that. So. Um, all right, so we can move on, move on into actual software and video games itself. Our next topic is going to be our most anticipated games. Uh, John, you brought more than three, right? Oh, of course. I never follow rules. <laughs> I told him to bring three. I think he brought more. So, John, you can kick it off. What is one of your most anticipated games? All right, so I rank these because I, I like Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I, I do that stuff. I do that stuff all the time. Okay, I love this. Um, so number five, <laughs> Final Fantasy 16. Okay. Yeah. Um, you know, I don't know what else needs to be said. Um, it looks great. Uh, I, I, I'm a little nervous about, um, you know, coming off of Final Fantasy 15, I didn't think was super great. I, again, I'm not sold on the combat entirely. I like it, but I don't love it. But this looks to be the, the vibe that I want with the Final Fantasy game. It looks a little more mature, kind of Game of Thrones-esque. And, uh, yeah, I think it's going to, and it, it, the fact that it's next-gen only, I think it's going to be absolutely beautiful, so, uh, with, with amazing landscapes and things like that that we've seen in the trailer, so. Okay, uh, I, I don't know if this is on your list, but it does come out the same month as Diablo 4, mm-hmm. though Diablo 4 does come out, is that on your list? Sure is. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and it ranks above it. Okay, then you're just going to answer my question, because I was going to say, which one, would you, if you had to pick one? If I had to pick one, Diablo. Okay. Um... I think mostly because, and this is unfortunate, but it's life, is I think it fits my life a little bit better. Oh, for sure. Where it's just, oh, it's a very sure. much a pick up and, and put down kind of thing. I haven't played 
Well, we'll, we'll get into Diablo when we get there. But um, <laughs> and like, but like, Diablo is the perfect game to just play with something else. It's never a focus. <laughs> you can talk about it now. I, I brought it up. Well, so. no, you, I, want, I want your game. Unless if you want me to do five and four and then three because you only brought three. Is the, just yeah, sure, go ahead. All right, we plan a lot for this show, guys. <laughs> Um, all right, so then I'm. Um, this is a weird one, and, and it probably sh- should be number five, but uh, Atomic Heart. Um, yeah, yeah, I know it's a, it's a bit of a weird one, and, and I'm and I'm. I'll be interested if this one pays off. I am nervous about <laughs> it, but if it pays off, I think it'll pay off in a big way. It looks the art style is crazy. The it looks wackadoo insane. It looks like a mix between like Bioshock and, yeah, and if Fallout. If you're listening, just look up a trailer because I don't. Yeah. Think, there's no way John's gonna do this game's justice. No, 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 no. Yeah, please, <laughs> if you have not seen this game, look it up. But um, you know, it's it's been a game that's been in development for a long, long, long time. Um, Mundfish is a studio that I don't think has really done anything in the past. So it's 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 a up in the air. But if it hits. I think it could be a ton of fun. You know, it's supposed to be leaning into more of its RPG man- mechanics. Like, I think the style it's going for is like Russian Fallout with Bioshock mixed in there with actual RPG mechanics that like mm-hmm. modify the way you play. So if they can do that, I think it'll be amazing and it comes out soon. Um, yeah, I think they really have to just nail the gameplay. Yeah. I think, I think they got everything else going for it, like, mm-hmm. especially the weirdness of it all. But yeah, if it does not feel right to shoot, if it doesn't, if yeah. there's no impact, and that's what some of it scares me is like, it just looks, you know, you know the feeling when something just feels a little off. It feels yeah. a little off. Yeah, we'll see if that translates. Yeah. Okay. All right. I, I would not have predicted that in a million years to be on your list, especially top five. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right, and then uh, Diablo Four. Number three. Okay. Number four. All right. Oh, you yeah. know what? I'm about to give you six games. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> You're about to get six. All right, Diablo Four. Nothing more to say. It's it's it's. You know, looting, it's addiction, it's it's crack in video game form. I like it. I don't really care about, like, you know, what everybody seemed to get upset about with Diablo 3, where it's, like, not balanced properly, and if you play on hard difficulties, it doesn't work, and there's this loot shot. I don't care about any of that. I just want to go kill demons in, in grand fashion with mass amounts. So that'll be sweet. Uh, what class are you playing? Uh, typically, like, uh, the Demon Hunter was what I did in, in 3. Okay. Um, which was, you know, bow and arrow and stuff like so, that. Cross, rogue. Crossbows, yeah, more rogue. Um... I typically don't like barbarians. They're just too, you know, just too melee focused. It's kind of boring. And then mm-hmm. necromancers and things like that just kind of, I feel like I just don't really know how to play them effectively. So yeah, right. I kind of just, I like to, I like to keep my distance. If I can hit you from afar, I'm good. Yeah. Okay. Um, and then, and then finally, so number three, and then we'll go, we'll go to you, Nick, so you can speak for a little <laughs> bit. Uh, Dead Space Remake. Um, hmm. Dead Space is one of my favorite games of all time. Um, I think it might be the best pound-for-pound survival horror game that's ever been made, including Resident Evil 4. If we're just talking survival horror, it, it just nails that a little bit better, where you, you're so claustrophobic, you're so resource uh, resources are so scarce, and uh, just the, the setting of the Ishimura is incredible. And so to see that with new lighting techniques, new graphical uh, improvements, I think it's going to be uh, amazing. And, you know, horror is my shit in movies and everything. <laughs> Horror is my favorite genre, so if you can do it well, I'm all in. And speaking of things that are sneaking up, they were only weeks away from that game, so yep. Yep. <laughs> which will go into all the release dates shortly. Um, yeah, I don't. I, I want to be excited for that, because I'm too, like, Dead Space is one of my favorite horror franchises, as we talked about on this show, but it is still just a remake, and so mm-hmm. hopefully, I'm going to see what reviewers say first, and then 
and I think you're bought in anyway. So if you, you can if borrow you, mine, if, dude. If you get it and you're just like, okay, then I'll play it. But. You should play it either way. Okay. <laughs> no, oh, I, if you say it's crap, you're not gonna. No, yeah, it's crap. But you know, Nick Nick has a better memory than I do. He remembers plot points. I don't remember shit. So like, I just remember that you're an uh, engineer on a on a spacecraft, and you know, and besides that, I really, really, really liked it. So narrative points, I don't remember. So I'm sure that I'm, one's a little foggier. But Dead Space Two is more in my brain because I played it so many times. Right. But, yeah, that's one of your but, favorite games ever. Yeah. Uh, so okay. All right, cool. All right. So what do you got, bud? <laughs> my first one is Jedi Survivor coming March seventeenth. The sequel to Jedi Fallen Order. Uh, I touched upon it a little bit last week as Jedi Fallen Order was just added to the uh, essential tier. You can get it for free now if you subscribe. Uh, yeah, it's just great. It's a great Star Wars game and. Yeah, Respawn is EA's like ace in the hole. They can't do anything wrong. They they're the ace <laughs> on their sleeve. They're yeah. obviously you know, the only one that is doing things the right way. It seems. Yeah, they you know they do the Titanfall. They've done Apex Legends, which is very successful, and then Jedi Fallen Order. You know, the third person game when they've been doing all these <laughs> first person games is it's just incredible. Is um is Vince Sampella still there? Do you know? Yeah. I, I, okay. I think we would have heard otherwise. Yeah. Okay. Head of respond to MJ. I just know he's like getting pulled in every direction from them because like, hey, you're the guy. Fix, <laughs> fix this. Come fix this. You make us a lot of money. Yeah. He, for those who don't know, he was one of the original heads of uh, when Call of Duty got super, super. Infinity super, Ward. Yeah. Infinity Ward just got super yep. big. Yeah. So, yeah. And uh, I'm a Star Wars fan. And the last Star, Wars, the last story was really good on top of playing really good. So I'm hoping well, I'll return to form. And show of 2022 Andor man you're on a Star Wars high so yeah you know that's uh do you think Andor is going to show up in the game at all is it possible that he shows up in the game at all I don't I don't truly know that um is, is, is there that's a good question it'll be very yeah I don't know okay I don't know okay because I, I believe this takes five years later after Fallen Order so that really speeds it up beyond Andor's time so gotcha um Cal is going to have a beard then probably huh he does. It's in oh, the trailer. Oh, well. That's <laughs> how so much I pay attention to Star Wars. <laughs> All right. What's your next game? Uh, next game, sticking with horror, Resident Evil 4 Remake. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Looks mm-hmm. incredible. Um, you know, I again, I contradict myself a lot on the show, I guess, but uh, despite saying Dead Space is better than Resident Evil 4, I am more excited for this remake because Capcom has proven time and time again they are the remake team. Them and Bluepoint, right? For whatever reason, those two know how to do it the right way. So, And we know from the trailer that there's going to be stuff that's different. Just like yes. Resident Evil 2 is not one-to-one with its old game. That Resident Evil 4 remake will, will bring a lot of different things. And they won't. It's the, not going to be the same game for a lot of parts. You're not going to be like, right. "Oh, this is the part where this happens," and then it won't for instance, happen. like that very first house you go into, right? Like yeah. in the original, it's just a, you go into the first floor, you go upstairs, and that's about it. But there's right. a basement, a creepy basement there. So like, yeah. they're obviously going to flesh it out. But mm-hmm. what they're doing that's that's a really nice thing, I think, is that they seem to still have the campiness that the Resident Evil, you know, franchise is known for. I think one of the very first clips we played on this show, it might have been, was it the first clip about yes, Leon, Leon and Ashley's, uh, what are missiles? Ballistic missiles. <laughs> Ballistic missiles. Um, you know, and he's still doing roundhouse kicks, and in the trailer he made some comment about a cow, just like some stupid one-line joke while he's fighting, you know, infected vil- or villagers. Yeah. So, um 
it's going to be great. And I'm, I'm, you know, speaking of stories, I don't remember at all. I don't remember much about four besides there's a little Napoleon guy running around and, <laughs> and you go on an island towards the end and, uh, it's, you know, and I remember again, really, really liking it. So, um, that'll be a day one for me for sure. Yeah. That's, I'm sure a top game for just everyone in general, not just because yeah. Resident Evil 4 was such a, a masterpiece at the time. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, moving on. I have to mention the sequel to my game or expansion to my game of the year, <laughs> Cyberpunk 2077, Phantom Liberty. It doesn't have a release date. It is coming this year. It will star Idris Elba. Sorry, I just had to laugh with Cyberpunk saying that a game will come. Or I'm sorry, that uh, CD Projekt Red. <laughs> I'm sure they will because they can't fuck up again. But anyway, sorry to cut uh, you. Yeah, no, no release date, nothing else, but just uh, more, more Cyberpunk is what I need. And what I want, so it's exciting that we're getting this. Nick, what do you think about Cyberpunk winning the Labor of Love Award from Steam? <laughs> from Steam? What do you think about that? Uh, <laughs> For those who uh, don't, don't know, Steam has their awards every year. They gave the Labor of Love Award to Cyberpunk 2077, and certain people aren't happy about it. Well, yes, the idea being that they fixed a broken game shouldn't be awarded, and I kind of agree with them on that. Yeah, a little, little weird. <laughs> uh, you know, it's it's one thing to make a great game even better, but to have a broken game made playable. Um, and not to say like it wasn't it was playable at launch just not greatly so so yeah, yeah I understand their frustration I hear they're review bombing it now on Steam you know because the internet just can't let it go <laughs> who cares really? I know who the fuck it's a cares. dumb award it uh, wasn't the worst award though because uh, Stray won best innovative gameplay so you know, <laughs> that's dumb but I just there's something about that game you're just not seeing Jim. yeah I know I guess <laughs> So yeah, I'm very excited for that, and uh, that'll be I'll I'll play that day one. Yeah. Despite <laughs> Cyberpunk 2077 being unplayable day one. Right. I will hope that they fix this. Well, next gen consoles. I mean, they'll they'll I think they got it. But uh, all right, then my number one most anticipated game, Skull and Bones, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> I had to say it. Sorry. Um, no, this might be a surprise, and uh, you know I don't have Spider-Man 2 on my list. What? Yeah. Oh, I thought we were gonna get a Boondoggle or nope. whatever the. Can you guess? Oh, it's hard. It's not a big game. It's 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 a sneaky one, but oh if you, if you know yes, me, of course I know. It, it? It's Silk Song. Yes, it is <laughs> Hollow Knight Silk Song. If it comes out this year, <laughs> Microsoft said at their conference last year that every one of these games was coming out in the next year. So as long as Phil Spencer doesn't lie, which he does, so um, yeah, Silk Song. I uh, I've been waiting for this game for a minute now. Um, you yeah. know, it's it's been it's been. I think it was revealed in like 2020, maybe. Yeah, I picked it for our very first fantasy league. Yeah, and it still has not come out, and yeah. it's been you know two years now. Yeah. <laughs> so it, you know, it, I know it's going to be great. Team, you know, it's a game. The original was developed by Team Cherry, which is a team of three guys. Um, one guy does the artwork, one guy does the programming, and one guy does, uh, I believe, the music or something along that those lines and mm-hmm. it's a master class of um, controls of metroidvania style gameplay of it's got a shockingly deep lore if you're into that kind of stuff and just a really oppressive cool art style um, that I just really really fell in love with and um, you know it's just if, if I find an indie game like that as listeners might kind of pick up you know they, it, I, I kind of place it in the same vein as like Hades where it's it, it snuck up on me it surprised me I loved it so so much and, um, you know, I just don't think it gets the praise that it deserves. And despite it being like a 91 on Metacritic, people love the first one. I just, I can't speak to how much I like Hollow Knight. And, um, 
you know, the moment that that game comes out, I'm going to be all over it. And I wouldn't be surprised if it gets shadow dropped. It, it or like, you know, the moment we get the release date, it's going to be within the month. So, um, cross my wild. yeah, and I'm crossing <laughs> my fingers too that it in fact comes to PlayStation Day One. I mean, that yeah. was another thing about the first one. It was PC exclusive for a while, and I remember really wanting to playing it, really wanting to play it. Then it came to Switch, and I bought it there because I just I wanted to play it. And then it finally came to, to the main console. So hopefully, you know. It just it, you know, it gets the backing that it needs. I'm, I'm sure it's gonna sell like crazy because uh, yeah. people love it. But and no exclusivity to Switch or right. Xbox, hopefully. Right. But uh, yeah, yeah, I uh, I can't can't fucking wait for that game. Sure. And this sure. is also just so I with the caveat that Hades Two does not come out this year. <laughs> yeah, I don't think so. It'll be early access this yeah, year. But I still did put it on our list. Yep. All right. So mine is Spider Man Two because John is an idiot. Atomic Heart? Yeah. What? Yeah. <laughs> no. You have to understand, Nick, I have played about 400 <laughs> hours of Spider-Man. <laughs> it's not that the game isn't fantastic. It's not that it's going to be Buckle up, bud. <laughs> it's the fact that the swinging around New York has lost its luster for me a bit. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. I guess you do have that point. <laughs> Plus, I also knew you were going to bring it so we could talk about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But. Uh, yeah, the sequel to Insomniac's and phenomenal Spider-Man One and Miles Morales. Uh, yeah, what I don't really know what more to be said. Uh, it'll it'll be coming up later mm-hmm. in another segment. So and it's obvious this is going to be a great game. Insomniac kills it every time. So yeah. When uh, when do you think it's coming? I know they've they've said fall. What <laughs> do you want? What what month do you think? I'm gonna go with October. Yeah, I think it's yeah. a good bet. I think it'll be October. So. Actually, I'm gonna say you say October. I'm gonna say November. I'm, okay. gonna say, I'm gonna say November. I think they, yeah. I think this year is gonna be packed. So I think Sony they, tries I think to establish it November out. as its as its new fall release day month for its big <laughs> for its big titles. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. It definitely depends on other titles. Yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah. Cool. All right. So moving on. Now we're going to do a segment a segment called Yay, Nay, or Meh. <laughs> <laughs> about every big release of 2023 uh we'll only say a few words on each one but uh there's quite a few and we're gonna decide whether or not you know they're gonna be good or not just by what we know about them at this point so the very first game with and we'll start with the release dates first uh is forespoken coming january 24th john and i both played the demo this is a big nay. This, this is a nay. <laughs> no, do not. This I is a nay, even though I want to say meh. But, you know, when I first saw this game, it, it, it was one of the, I remember like the, f- I remember watching this trailer, I feel like right when we pre-ordered our PS5s, and it like kind of showed some of the traversal and thinking it was super cool looking. Yes, and you did. And yes, it still did. is. But after playing it, man, <laughs> I don't like really anything that they're doing with it. And um, it's, so. it's too close to fix what we don't like, so. Yep. Uh, so, yeah, I'll be, we'll be avoiding that one. Yeah, it'll. Do. What if it comes out and it gets like an eighty-nine? <laughs> what would you do? Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I, don't I know still either. don't know. Wait till it's twenty bucks. <laughs> Wait till I buy it because I have no control and then I'll give it to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. <laughs> but it won't be. I think uh, uh, Square Enix has kind of missed on their last few JRPGs, and I think this one will be a miss as well. Yeah. So, all right, and then the next one is Dead Space remake. On January 27th, I think we're both safe saying yeah. That's a big old yeah. (laughs) Big old yeah. John included it. Uh, And then we move on to February. The next game is Hogwarts Legacy. Um, 
It's an and interesting it, one. Yeah. <laughs> it's like the dream game for any like Hogwarts fan. Create your student, go to you know Hogwarts and all that. But it is an unproven studio. It does not look good every time it's been shown. I'm sorry. I, and that's the weird thing. <laughs> every person I have seen, including podcasts I listen to, Watch the same trailers that you and I did <laughs> and nuts. come back saying that it looks great. And and I have a fucking video game podcast too. And I, so I know video games pretty well. <laughs> I, it just, there's, remember what I was saying earlier about this? Sometimes there's something you can't quite put your finger on. Right. That's all over this game. But the movement seems slow. The combat seems wonky. Um, the, the world seems empty. I just don't. We don't have a connection to the franchise really. I mean, yeah, it's I okay a, to us. I have a slight one. You know, my, it's my wife's favorite franchise, fa- her sure. favorite movie. So like I've, 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 I've read all the books. I've seen all the stuff. It's just, I don't know, man. I, something about that game smells like it's going to be a meh for Wait me. for reviews. I think if you'll be lucky it hits low 80s. Is it a meh for you or a net for you? No. Uh-uh. No. Okay. No. Not at all. Unless it, and, I, and we say this with, like, if it reviews well, then uh, that changes everything. But I, we're going off what we've seen up to this point and kind of predicting what we think it's going to, like, land. And I think it's going to be it's, – it's going gonna, it's gonna to fall flat. Just to get some clarification real quick on, on what we're doing here. Are we doing our own personal – do we think it's going to be good or do we want to play it for the mez, <laughs> the mez, and the yes? Uh Combination of both. Okay. I know, like – Okay. Yeah, because yeah, because I, I I'm not gonna play it, so it's a nip. But like, I think it <laughs> might be it might be okay. Yeah, that's kind of where I'm at. Yeah. All right. Uh, the next one is Wild Hearts. This is coming February 17th. This is being published by EA and is coming from Omega Force. It is a Monster Hunter clone. It looks interesting. Mm-hmm. Monster Hunter is not my thing. Not mine either. Uh, Omega Force. Uh, not so great <laughs> either <laughs> as they have brought the Dynasty Warriors games and as much as I love the Dynasty Warrior games I I just don't I don't think I don't think they're going to be good um, so what are you going with? I'm going with no I don't think this is going to be good as good as it looks I think there'll be something wrong with it okay um I, I, I'm I'm definitely in the meh category. It, closing out, closing in on a yeah. I have a I have a weird feeling about this game. <laughs> I, I think the uh, the monster design is amazing. You know, if they can if they can come out with a large roster of cool, unique designed monsters with the mechanic of this weird building thing that they have, if they can if they can nail those two things, I think they have at least something that's going to be be well received and, and pretty popular. Uh, it's hard to say. I have, again, we're not Monster Hunter guys, so having experience with that and like how those games play, they they they're just long in the tooth for me. I don't want to hit fight the same monster and you know just hit him with my big sword over and over right. again for twenty minutes. But I th- I think that this one has a chance at least. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. But it's a meh. It's not you know. Yeah, I, it's a no for me, but we'll see. Yeah. <laughs> uh, moving on, we have Like a Dragon Ishin. It is coming February twenty first. This is uh, a Yakuza game from that franchise. It is a remake of one that came out quite a while ago. Uh, it is set in feudal Japan, uh, but includes all of the same characters, but different samurai versions of them. So uh, I'm going to go with a maybe on this one. Okay. Because I liked Like a Dragon so much that this might interest me, even though that one is very different. This is another third-person fighting game, mm-hmm. like the normal normal entries in the franchise. Yep. Uh, but again, if they can land the you know 
what I love, you know, the, the culture, the characters, and all that. Um, I might check it out. Yeah, I think this is a yeah for me. Um, from from a from a good game standpoint, I don't know if I'll have the time to play it. I, I'll want to, <laughs> but you know, with so many other things coming out, but the Yakuza franchise just continues to to prove me wrong. Um, you know, when that franchise immediately came out, and I just kind of dismissed it as another. I thought it was another Grand Theft Auto kind of thing, and then when I finally played it, I was just so taken back by what it actually was. Um, you know, I listened to the Easy Allies for a long time and they all loved it. And so they kind of forced me to play Yakuza Zero. And I, it's one of the most probably surprising game experiences I've had where I was actually interested in the story. Um, the characters were great and the combat, well, simple, um, fit the style of the game pretty well. And so if you can, you know, keep that same cool cast of characters, in my opinion, a cool setting, Feudal Japan's better than, um, Kamurocho is that the is that the city? I think the one in Like a Dragon was different. Yeah, it is so different. but I think the old ones were Kamurocho. Um, so feudal Japan, cool. Give me a sword, cool. I think it it uh, you know I think it could be another surprise hit for a lot of people um, mm -hmm. next year. Okay. Yeah. All right, and then Atomic Heart, obviously John's, yeah, because it's better than Spider Man Two. <laughs> uh, I'm a, I'm on the fence, maybe on that one. So we'll see. Yeah, that, I mean, it is truly a game that's going to live and die by its <laughs> review scores. Yeah, um, I'm just, I'm just hopeful. I'm hoping, I'm hoping it's good because after, sure. you know, after seeing Judas again, and I was like, man, like there really is this like weird style that's that's not done a lot. And sure. uh, yeah, hope hope they can nail it. All right, and then moving on, we have Horizon Call of the Mountain, the big VR game from Fire Sprite, Gorilla Games, and Sony, um, coming February twenty second. Uh, this one almost feels unfair. <laughs> Why? I don't know. Because like we're not gonna have VR, so we can't we can't play it. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, but, but still, you think it's you think it's gonna be a good game? I think it's gonna be a yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, I'm on a maybe. Really? Yeah. Okay. I don't know if it'll be good or not. Okay. I just I the press coverage of this since true since release true. is just like. Not not mildly positive, not even positive, like glowing. Like, yeah, like, like the one I saw it. yesterday was like T3 editor, the moment after taking off the headset says, I'm going to pre-order one. Oh, yeah. So like that kind of stuff tells me like if if it, you know, it, it seems like it's got something. Yeah, um, but it is also VR and it's like, okay, you're in it for 20 minutes. Wow, you're playing a couple hours, we'll see. Yeah. You know, that it keeps that momentum. But, but you know, you need you when you play VR, and you know, I know you've never owned one, but you you almost need to you have to approach it differently than your standard forty hour right. sitting on a couch game. Like right. it's it it really is its own special thing. Like Astro's Playroom, one of the best gaming experiences I've ever had, bar none. I couldn't play it for more than thirty minutes at a time just because I was like my eyes would start to hurt, my my I get mildly nauseous, whatever the case. But those moments the moments where I've realized that like there's hidden guys if I like bend down and look under a thing and like I can get my guy there you know playing in a completely different way that I've never played I've never played a game like that to this day mm -hmm. and if you can do something like that like achieve that level of creativity with something like Horizon and those those cool robots all over I think it could be super special but yeah. you know we'll see all right. Yeah, we will see. That's for sure. Will we next? All right. <laughs> and also on February 22nd is Octopath Traveler 2. Uh, this is another Square Enix game, right? Mm -hmm. um, the old school JRPG style turn-based combat. I didn't play Octopath Traveler 1. Um, but I did. This, this game just does not look for me, so it's a no for me, but I know you since you played it. Yeah. What are you, what are you, how are you feeling about it? It's a meh. Um, okay. 
I I enjoyed the first one. I think it had a really good combat system. Um, and I, I can't <laughs> I can't really remember what made it special. I just remember that there was a, a unique mechanic to the turn-based system. It's like you could like stack your attacks or something like that, where you could like almost buff things up to a certain degree to like hit people a little bit harder, but you're gonna um, you know minimize the amount of turns you can take in the future and stuff. So you could really play with that, and it was fun. But just the way that they designed the game allowed it for it to not have really any type of narrative because you're playing as eight different characters. You know, you go through their chapters and you switch to another one. You go through their chapter and you switch to another one. They never really come together. And so, um, you know, I think if you like that old school style RPG, go for it. But I'm going to just keep playing Final Fantasy VI. So. <laughs> All right. So moving on, we have Wolong Fallen Dynasty. We're moving into March now. This is coming March 3rd. This is the Soulsborn light game coming from Team Ninja and Koei Tecmo. Uh, they definitely have experience in this with the Neo series. Um, it's a Souls game, so it's a no for me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I did try the demo, and I was like, nope, this is still not for me. So. Yeah, I don't know why I have ignored this game so much. I didn't play the demo. I haven't really looked at gameplay <laughs> of it. I, I think it's because historically, like... Correct me if I'm wrong, Nick, but I feel like historically, if a game has such a hard Chinese aesthetic, it almost seems budget. Like, it, just because, like, the, the Chinese video game Thank industry you, uh, is so in its... Dynasty in, Warriors. Yeah, and it's just, it's kind of in its infancy because it's a much different economic system over there. So I think just naturally when I see that, it's just kind of like, okay, here comes generic, you know, knockoff thing for something. But being that it's backed by Team Ninja, you know, the guys who did Neo, which are probably to this day still regarded as the best Souls knockoffs, mm -hmm. It's got. It's gonna have. It's gonna have bones, but it's it's a meh for me. I, I you know I don't have. I, I to this day don't really have the. Um, I don't know. Fortitude, mental space to to play more than just from software Souls yeah. games. Like those are enough for me. I yeah. don't need to torture myself more. <laughs> yeah, and it's got a. Yeah, it's got to be compared against Elden Ring now. So good luck. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right, and then this one's easy. Skull and Bones, the often delayed pirate game from Ubisoft. Um, and they're Singapore, or is it Singapore? Yeah, Singapore. Yeah. Uh, studio, uh, hard nose <laughs> yep, all around. Yep, that's a hell no. <laughs> okay. Hell Moving no. on. I feel so bad for that team, dude. I do. <laughs> when you see those t presentations they put together, and like, oh, look at our game, it's so cool, and then you just know, you know it's going to come <laughs> out. It's just cool. John, we have a lot of games to go through, so I, Shut I'm up. just letting you know. <laughs> yeah, but, you know. Uh, so... Yeah, no for that. Oh. Next is March 17th, Jedi Survivor. Obviously, that's a yes for me. It's a meh for me. Sure, sure. Yeah, I know. It should be, you know, Soulsborn, <laughs> Star Wars game, but I don't know. It's, uh, I haven't played the first one, and, you know, you know how I feel about Star Wars. Yeah, yeah. Dumb. Dumb, dumb opinions. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Moving on, Resident Evil 4 Remake coming March 24th. Obviously, yes from both of us. Yep. Um, and then we move into April, and the DLC for Horizon, Burning Shores, will be coming. We have learned a little bit more details about this, that it is, and the big one being that it is PS5 only. I think I'm going to try this. I think this is going to be a yes. I, I held on to my copy of Horizon just for this. Um, yeah, I think I might check it out. I think it's and it's falling in a nice little period of uh, nothing's really coming out in April as of right now. Uh, that uh, yeah, you yeah. got you got uh, you got about 
25 days to beat Resident Evil 4 Remake. <laughs> the thing about that, though, for you is you got seven days to beat Jedi Survivor. Then, you know, so you're going to okay. have both of those to finish up. But I'm kind of with you, man. I initially wasn't really excited to, to look into this, but just the idea of it being PS5 only is... A, exciting because everything is always better when it's PS5 only, but the fact that we can also kind of compare it directly to the original game, which was PS4, PS5 Cross, is kind of an interesting thing to, to do. Um, but, you know, at the same time, I'm not super stoked on it, but I think it's going to be good, and I think I'll play it. Yeah. And you just might not play it at launch. Yeah. All right. And then on April 28th, we have Dead Island 2. Just announced again last year that it had come back. Um, no for me. <laughs> yep, that's a no. I'd probably play Dying Light before this. Yeah, and yeah. There's be better games cheaper. out there. Um, the biggest thing about this game is it's changed studios three times, <laughs> and it's currently with Dan Buster right now, who did uh, Homefront: The Revolution, which right. is like a fifty something. Yeah, we talked so about that. Not a lot of faith in the team, <laughs> and uh, torture development screams issues. Yep. All right, and then moving into May, we have Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League. This wasn't in your top five. I didn't do a top five. I did top three. This wasn't in your top three. <laughs> Dude, Arkham no. City. Okay. Yeah. No, I, it's hard to say about this game. I, yeah. I mean, it's been it's going to be eight years, almost to the day, since Arkham Knight came out. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is a little scary. Um, it's a game not like the Arkham series at all. You know, it's an open-world, four-person co-op game. Is that even going to be fun by yourself, or is the experience going to be great? It's fair. There's four different characters to play. There's a lot of unknowns here. So I want to like it. I bet the, the attention to detail, the quality will be there. But, yeah, will it be fun without four people? Because it's a big ask to for four people to spend $70 so you can play a game together. So Yeah, I mean, we could definitely make it happen, but... The hardest part is like setting aside the time for all four of those people <laughs> to get through it. It's, yeah. You know me; it's not yeah. possible. But I, it's, so it's a myth for me. Like I'm definitely gonna keep my eye on it, and if it reviews yeah. well, I'm just I'll I'll be there instantly. You Nick, know, so. Nick, what did you put on the? We had a question the other day. What's the greatest video game of all time? I know you put a link to the past, right? <laughs> yeah. But uh, I believe you once said Arkham Asylum. <laughs> I did. Mm-hmm. It's crazy, like from the team who made Arkham Asylum. It's a meh, huh? I mean, I, I yeah, yeah. Well, like I said, it's not. If this was, if this was some Arkham game, yeah. it would, it would be instant number one across the board for everything. Yeah. But since it's so di- wildly different, um, and we've not seen a, like a kind of, we haven't seen how the game actually. We've seen gameplay, but we've never actually seen like how the actual game functions. Like, yeah. is it what? How do I get side quest? How am I exploring the world? What happens if I want to be Harley Quinn? Am I hot swapping instantly? Are they are they AI controlled and following me around? There's just like not a lot to know, huh. and it, since it's been eight years, it's, you know, some something happened. It's all good questions. Yeah, so. yeah, it's a mess for me too. I uh, looks fun, but I uh, I'm with Nick. Like it, it there's always something tough about a game that's designed around a group of people the only only time that i can remember there's two games i can remember like having a good time with when that's not the case is the borderland series and the diablo series so Mm -hmm. we'll see all right so moving on we have street fighter 6 on june 2nd that big month of june with all the releases uh this is a no for me i didn't play street fighter 5 at all not going to probably play this at all. So You're a fighting game guy or you're not a fighting game guy. I mean, that's all there is to it. Yeah. Um, and this one, 
like we mentioned, I believe when we did the uh, the uh, game awards coverage, it, it, it's moved the needle further away from me wanting to play. <laughs> it just looks looks very Gen Gen Z, you know, bright colors, cool dialogue, things like that. And so I'm good. I'm good with that one. <laughs> Diablo Four comes June sixth, right after this. And I think that's a yes from both of us. That's a yes for you. Nice. Good. 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 Yeah. Good. Yeah. Yes for sure. Yeah. That's gonna be a very. Want to play game. it together? That's very possible. That's very possible. What's uh, your character? Oh, Necromancer. Okay. For sure. Bert. Um, and then, also in June, is Final Fantasy 16 coming June 22nd. That is easily a yes for us. Uh, mm-hmm. the, it's gonna, that game is going to be huge. It is. Yeah. All right. And so that leaves the games that we have a release date out. But, I mean, that's a pretty stacked first six months. Like It's not bad, man. If everything, if everything comes out and there's no delays, which, you know, it will happen. That's unavoidable. Yeah, but that is that is pretty dope. And I'll get uh, I'll get uh, Tears of the Kingdom in there, too. If you're a Switch player, you know, you're going to get the Zelda sequel. Which, you know, that's <laughs> bigger than any of these, That's honestly. an easy yay from everybody. Yeah. So, like, yeah. First, first, first half is stacked. Um did you want to like just go through these real quick and just give a quick yay or nay on the TVDs or just leave? Yeah, them? we yeah I wanted I did plan on going through okay, them. Cool. Uh, we did have Hollow Knight Silk Song as a TVD. Biggest yay. <laughs> yeah, it's not my thing. So again, is it but, a nay? But, well, for me, yeah. There's no way I'm gonna play it, but I would. Coward. And then moving on, we have. Starfield, and I know that's not a PlayStation game, but uh, what are your thoughts on that? <laughs> I still don't think it's going to be good. I have this sinking feeling that it's really hard. Bethesda's not going to move the needle from Fallout 4 to this. This will just be open world or space Fallout 4. Yeah, that's what everybody's <laughs> kind of thought with like you know they they had that brief trailer of gameplay and like some of the character models and things and they're like okay it looks a little bit better but not what you want and mm-hmm. um, I try when I talk about this yeah I gotta try to separate my my PlayStation bias right like despite having all three consoles I am PlayStation bias but I think this game is is I think this game's gonna be received similarly to Fallout Four where it came out it got an eighty seven good good score had absolutely no legs like people played through it and they're like that wasn't i liked it but that wasn't that good and i think especially with this game where you're touting 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 a thousand planets it's gonna feel boring and empty i don't know if there's any team that can that can make that feel good and how buggy will it be (laughs) it'll be buggy and um so i think it's going to be a meh and I think it's going to just be a, a pretty mixed review game. I don't think it's going to come out like Skyrim did, and everybody loves it. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah. It's a it math for me. Just keep an keep an eye on it. And then the other Xbox exclusive I added to this list is Redfall. Um, I wish this game was coming to PlayStation. This game looks <laughs> awesome. Like it yeah. really does. Yeah. Especially uh, after you know learning that I like Arcane. Yeah, yeah. After Deathloop. Um, so obviously, if we if it was coming to PlayStation, I think it would be a yes for both of us. So. Yeah, well, I'll play it and let you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but again, that might be another game that is like is with friends is, is probably the optimal way to play. So Well and, and that's that I think that's one of the key games to keep our eyes on in a sense of does it come to PlayStation ever? Like mm-hmm. because they've you know, they like to say this, if it has a legacy on the console, you know, it'll stay, which it doesn't, but it's also this small property from a smaller team that maybe they just want a little bit extra revenue. So I 
I, I think it'll come eventually. I don't know when, though. Hmm. That would be interesting. Yeah. That'd be an interesting precedence. All right. And then, again, Cyberpunk 2077, Phantom Liberty is obviously a yes for me. If, I'm sure if John beats Cyberpunk ever, <laughs> uh, by the time this comes out, uh, he'd probably get it, too. So Okay. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I will say Idris Elba, way better than Keanu Reeves. Yes, so. we've, we've already gone over so, this. So. <laughs> All right. And then we have The Expanse, a Telltale series. I just have no connection to this, so I'm just, nah. nope. Yep, nah. Not for me. Uh, I'm, I'm interested in Telltale games, as we'll get to, uh, but not this one. Uh, next is Alan Wake 2, which is interesting. As you've heard on the show, we ranked Control as our top 10 PS5 games. This is coming from the same studio. It's set in the same universe as Control. Yeah. I'm kind of excited, even though I didn't like Alan Wake all that much. So it was okay, but Control was so good, and I wish it, this was Control too. Not yeah. well, you just gotta too. hope that they take what they took, what they learned, you know, yeah. and and bring it in there. Because correct me, I never played Alan Wake, so this is a no for me. But like, I never I never played it. Um, the main issues with that game is like the combat, right? Like yeah. it's a cool story, it's a cool <clears throat> setting, it's all that good stuff, but it doesn't play particularly well. And you have to do the silly flashlight mechanic. Yeah, right? you have to flashlight enemies to expose them and then shoot them. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it's compared to controls combat, just right. and that's what, night and day, night and day. So, and that's why, yeah, if they can, if they can blend the two, mm-hmm. I think it, yeah, it could be awesome. Yeah. So this is a this is a maybe. Eh, it's a maybe. You're right. It's a maybe for me too. If it reviews well, I, I think I'll I'll have my eye on it. Yeah. Next is Armored Core Six: Fires of Rubicon, just announced at the Game Awards, coming from From Software. This is I don't know what to think of this. I don't know <laughs> at all. I think this will be this is a big fat mad because of uh, just, just I don't know just yeah because of not knowing. Uh, yeah, I mean from software, arguably the greatest video game de- developer in the game today, <laughs> going back to a series that they haven't touched in eleven years and wasn't particularly received very well mm-hmm. when it was, except for I think maybe the first couple games. But um, it's a meh for me. Just I, I need to see I need to see more. Right. Right. All right. Next is Assassin's Creed Mirage, the once expansion for Assassin's Creed Valhalla, another one Good that one. they expanded out and made its own game. Nothing about this looks appealing to me. Is this the, the char- Iraq one? What's that? Is this the Iraq one? Yeah. Iraq. Mm-hmm. The character, nothing. No. No. Nope. No good. I don't have time no to play way. Assassin's Creed in my life anymore. Sorry. <laughs> that one has, has to die. Next is Hades 2, which is a big maybe, but of course this is a big fat yes. It is, it'll be in early access this year. I doubt it'll be on PlayStation this year, yep, uh, but it'll be available on PC, I bet. Uh, next is Lies of P, another Soulsborne game. We talked about it briefly. <laughs> a lot of those lately, huh? <laughs> we talked about it briefly. When did it debut? It was at some showcase. I think it was we Summer actually, Games we, Fest. Yeah, we, took it, we talked a bit about it. Um, looks interesting. Pinocchio, right? Yeah. Pinocchio, uh, again, Soulsborne game, so that's a no for me. Yeah, it's a math for me if it reviews well. It has it has the possibility of being in that upper echelon of Souls knockoffs. It, it has a cool vibe. Obviously, they're going for Bloodborne, um, so maybe. Yeah, um, Spider-Man Two, obviously, yes, of course. Yeah, Spider-Man Two Big would be Sony my game. It, it, it was the first cut game, and, and, and if I'm being honest, yes, I'm probably more excited for that than Atomic Heart, but it's just you know. 
I, I, I've spent so much time with Peter Parker in my life. I, I don't need <laughs> Peter Parker in my life right now. All right. And then we have The Wolf Among Us 2. I don't remember who's making this. It's, obviously, Telltale doesn't exist anymore. Skydance? But uh, I love The Wolf Among Us. That, that was probably my favorite of the Telltale games that I played. Um, I love the art style. I just love the world of uh, fantasy meets New York City and the mystery. Um, and Bixby is just a great character. Uh, yeah. And voiced by Wolverine, Steve, Steve Bloom. Oh, nice. <laughs> okay. So, uh, yeah, he's great. So it's a yay? Yeah, it's a yay for me. Okay. It's a meh for me. We'll see. I uh, I played the Wolf, Wolf Among Us. Played it with my wife, actually, so it was kind of cool. Um, you know, I, I just... I like the art style, I like all that stuff. I never got pulled into it super hard, but um, I agree, the, what's his, Bigsby? Bixby? Yeah, Bixby. Bixby, yeah, he's a good character, so maybe. Um, next is Space Marine 2. I don't know, I like the first one. No, I'm gonna say no. This is, might have to be fast on these last few. <laughs> yeah, wait for sale, wait for sale. Uh, I don't know nothing about it. Next is Avatar Frontiers of Pandora, the first person Avatar game. That is, we haven't seen anything of. It's first person? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh man, did not know that. Yeah. Weird, okay. Yeah. And I usually would say I hate first person games, but obviously since last episode, <laughs> I can't say that anymore. Yeah, you, you know. I'm, just, I'm just not into this world and it's gonna be in, you know, Far Cry formula game, Assassin's Creed formula game. We, we know what to expect. It is massive, which is yeah. the division team. I mean, it, out of all the teams at Ubisoft, they are probably the best, at least in my opinion. I like I liked the division a lot. And it's probably an interesting world to explore because it's it, all fantasy It probably elements. fits video games pretty well. Yeah. Um, um, I don't know. Got John Fine, maybe. Hey, maybe. isn't that the point of the podcast to discuss, <laughs> Nick? All right. Maybe. To have differing opinions and change opinions. <laughs> yeah, it's a maybe for me, too. Yeah. And again, I, I don't know if that game's coming this year. It's, you know, winter what? of... On the, on the positive side, Nick, be... it's Ubisoft. Within three weeks of release, it will be $20. Yeah, it's true, too. So don't worry. Don't think uh, about it too hard. All right. We have Banishers, Ghost of New Eden. We just don't know enough. Yeah, That's no the one that looked me. like God of War, right? This is from Don't Nod. Yep. Yeah, that's a no for me. Uh, we have Remnant 2. Uh, that's a no for me. That's a yay for me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what? <laughs> this was actually... I almost thought about putting this on you my, don't even, my top he, five, too. It's funny because John doesn't know the backstory of this game. When, when we first met, this was one of the games he told me to buy and play. I don't know. I know the backstory. <laughs> And it was okay. Nick never wanted to play with me. <laughs> no, it's fun. It's like it's like um, it, you don't let you're not a soul. Yeah, it, it's, yeah, it is yeah. a it is a third person shooter Souls game. Really hard enemies, really hard combat. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I just it's also it's uh, procedurally generated, which is interesting. But um, yeah, I got my eye on that one. If they can improve upon the first one, I think it could be something really fun. All right, I'm gonna save the next one for the very last because it'll kick off a big discussion. Sure. Um, uh, but then we also have Silent Hill 2 Remake scheduled for this year. That's a no for me. Again, it's it's blooper. It's a franchise that I just never connected with anyway, so. You know what I appreciate about you, Nick? You know your tastes so well. <laughs> oh, my computer just died. Cool. <laughs> um, I've been gaming a long time, so. Uh. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's a... That's a meh for me, simply for my love of horror. I, I hate that they gave that game to Bloober Team. Um, apparently they earned it. You know, they had this big pitch meeting, I guess, from Konami where everybody got to throw their ideas out for it, and they won. So that's cool. But I just, that's such a shaky team. So we'll, that's a wait for review score kind of thing. Sure, sure, sure. Uh, next we have 
Final Fantasy VII Rebirth, that is a big if for coming to 2023. Yeah. I don't think they can release Final Fantasy sixteen and this in the same year. It'd be but dumb too. But this is a huge yes for me. One of my definitely most anticipated games that is currently announced. So Yep. Yep, it's a it's a yes for me as well. Um, probably not as hyped on it, but uh, you know, I wanna see where that thing's going. So and Finally, it is that Last of Us multiplayer project. It doesn't have a name yet, but it, we're assuming it's going to have something factions in the title. Uh, coming from Naughty Dog, uh, this will be their first like true 100% multiplayer project. It's almost weird to know what what this is going to be. Um, they released a, another concept art of a like a old cruise ship in a harbor. Uh, I don't know. I, I don't know what to think of this one. I, yeah, I don't either. This could go what so, it's gonna be. It could go so many different directions. <laughs> I, I had a thought earlier today that you know, similarly to how Halo Infinite launched, where or still is, you know, maybe maybe they say if you want to just play the straight up multiplayer, of this it's free. Anybody can play it. Right. But maybe there is this other other part of the game, whether it's you know, extraction shooters are this big new upcoming genre that you know is right. becoming a thing. Yeah. You know, maybe there's other modes. I don't know if there'll be a what. Let's. What's your best case scenario for this? What is going to make you, John? As you've said, other than Rocket League, you're not a multiplayer game player. Yeah. Uh, what What is is the best method for this to be a clone of Division Two in the Last of Us world, with enemies have numbers above them? No. And and you know you can. There's a chance that you can run into people in certain zones. As there, what is what is what is the best case scenario for this game for you to to get over the multiplayer hump? For me personally, yeah, I don't like it when a ton of mechanics are thrown into multiplayer. So like the idea of of having you know I have my team and there's another team, but there's also infected coming around and like there's a capture the flag, like all that stuff that stresses me out. Like I've, I've any shooting multiplayer game I've ever played, it's only been team deathmatch. That's the only <laughs> thing I'll play. How because, do you play this single player? For what? For for Last of Us? Yeah. <laughs> How do I play it? Because you have infected. You have. You have. You've all. Oh, I know. There, I, it's just there's something that does it mentally when human yeah. the human elements involved that it's just I don't know it just it fucks with me because then I'm all of a sudden really not good at video games and people <laughs> own me. Um, so you know when I play yeah when I play the, you know a single player game I'm sure it is just a mental thing I know that I'm playing the computer the computer follows a set of rules you can adapt you can okay I died this time but now I know this guy goes into this room I can set a nail bomb right in the front of the door he's gonna go like I had this awesome moment last night where I I went into a room and there was just a bajillion people they fucked me over and I was like oh you know what I'm just gonna put a, a nail grenade right at the doorway they're gonna run one person's gonna run into it they're all gonna hear it they're all gonna run through the doorway and I just sat there with a little shotgun and just yeah, I killed yeah. like 15 of them <laughs> and so to me that's really satisfying because I, I kind of beat the game as soon as you start putting in and this is me just my personal my personal issues is <laughs> I just get mad I yeah. just get mad I get, I get angry Humans, yeah. and so I don't know so best case scenario for me have as long as it has if it just has like a six on six multiplayer mode with cool with the cool map I, I I'll check it out at least <laughs> that's it that's it man that's, I don't it'll I just, have that I yeah mean, I don't know I think I, I really think it, it's what the PVE element really is and and what the grind is gonna be because I imagine I just can't imagine that, like if they're doing this it has to have RPG mechanics your character has to have levels your gear has to have levels and all that. 
All right, John, John, are you going to step away for a second? Now? I need a charger. Okay. Because I have my, my projection <laughs> or my, you know, the next segment. Like, entertain the crowd. Yeah, so this is where I reveal all of John's deepest, darkest secrets. Um, but, uh, yeah, for me personally, I just, yeah, that PV element can, PVE element can hit so that if I'm not playing with John, I'm not playing with friends, I can do some content by myself. Um, that would be interesting, but... Uh, you know, it, it's it's such an unknown. Like a Naughty Dog has never done a multiplayer-only project. So, what this is going to be? What's the quality going to be? Is it going to live up to the standards that we give Naughty Dog? Um, is can they make? I mean, The Last of Us Two played really well, so we know they can nail that. But again, with the mechanics that come into a multiplayer-only project. Um, and maybe the scope of this is we're getting too big. Maybe what John said is what it is. It's just going to be a, mul a bunch of different multiplayer modes and smaller scale and not have a persistent open world. Is, th is this even a $70 game? This is a good question. Like, I don't know. Yeah, I, I am back. Uh, I don't think it, uh, I don't know. I don't think it is, but at the same time, this has been a rumor for so long now. Like, I feel like we've been talking about factions for a year and a half, two years, and Naughty, Naughty Dog's a talented team. It wouldn't take them two years to make something basic, so I think it's... And it'll be three years after Last of Us 2, that, yeah. you know, so... But, like, also, then, you know, now there's reports, you know, like we talked about, that Last of Us 3 is in production, so... Who knows? You know, who knows? That that is one of the more most interesting things that we know about but don't know about. But it is Naughty Dog, so yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so but yeah. it's gonna be great. <laughs> All right. So moving on to the final segment. Uh, it is our 2023 predictions. So John and I both brought three predictions. Uh, if whoever wins the most predictions is going to get to pick a game for the other person to play. So we won't know the results of this until the end of the year. Uh, so I don't, I didn't bring a game now because I don't know what John's going to play this year, but I hope you want to play Skull and Bones, man. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we could screw each other by picking a really bad game, which would be funny. But um, mean. But, uh, <laughs> but at least that game would be like five bucks at that point. It's true. But, uh, so, or whatever. Free to, but we will be free to play a week after it but comes out. Since we don't know what we're going to play this year, and as it, me and John tackle backlogs all the time, I don't want to say a game, and then John just ends up playing it anyway. Sure. So, all right. So, I'll, I'll kick things off with our first prediction, and I just wanted to get this on paper. Spider-Man 2 will feature co-op, and the playable characters will be Spider-Man, Miles Morales, and Venom will be playable. He's a madman, folks. He's crazy. <laughs> and and now I'll just throw this in because I think this is too obvious that the game will tease uh, a multiverse for Spider-Man Three or whatever the next whatever the next Insomniac Spider-Man game is. It'll involve the multiverse. It'll have Spider Gwen. It'll have the other different Spider-Mans. It just makes sense from a gameplay perspective to have a bunch of different Spider-Man that you can play in the next game. So yep. No, I think that's a great prediction. Um, I think you're definitely right with the co-op angle. Um, Miles and Peter, at least. I I just I just can't envision a game where you play as all three of them because you almost would have to have an entirely separate campaign. Like I, that's you know I don't I don't see them like so. There's two. There's two things. Would you have the ability to be any of them through the entire game, or is it going to be sectioned off where you're like kind of doing? Um, you know, specific things as specific people. Hmm, that's a good question. 
I think you'll be. A, I think at some point you'll be able to pick whoever you want to be. Okay. And play as as you want. Um, but I think yeah, there will be segments where you and and now you'll have to get to a point in the story. I think to, to unlock right. Venom. Right. Um, have they said who the main villain is? Have they said like no? But okay. I, I, obviously Norman Osborn, we haven't seen Green Goblin yet. Yeah. Um, I, sorry, there's going to be some spoilers here for Spider-Man One. Um, we don't we don't know really know much about Venom in this world of Spider-Man because it looks like it was teased that it was Harry Osborn's going to be Venom, mm-hmm. but normally it's Eddie Brock. So there's there's a lot of unknowns here. I don't want to get we don't have to get too into discussing sure. the game, but that that is my prediction. We'll see as uh, hopefully we learn more about this game very soon. All right. Um, so as I was kind of talking about with the Last of Us show earlier, is you know I have very high opinion, a very high opinion of how this thing is going to turn out. So this is kind of a lot of info. We'll kind of we can pick what you want from the prediction. Sure. So I think the Last of Us show is going to be received. Extraordinary well, extraordinarily well, regarded of one of regarded as one of HBO's best and come award season we will see Emmy nominations. Now this is not part of it, but I do think this is the level we're talking, folks. It's going to get a best show nomination. Pedro Pascal is going to get best actor nomination. Bella Ramsey is going to get best actress nomination, and then I think you'll even see probably maybe Nick Offerman and Anna Torv get nominations too. I think it's going to be that good. But at the following the season finale, we're going to get the next state of play. Or, I'm sorry, the PlayStation Showcase. That's going to be when the PlayStation Showcase happens. Is going to be in March after the show airs. Okay. And then we're going to get... That's when we're going to get the big blowout of what all the teams are working on. So we're going to see factions, and it's going to have a, it's going to have a summer release date. <laughs> so, here's the prediction, right? Last of the show comes out. It's well. Very good. Right after the show finale hits, we then get the PlayStation Showcase in March. Factions with a summer release date. <laughs> okay. How's that sound? That's, that sounds good. Okay. So, does it have to get all the Emmy nominations? No, that, that part I just wanted to throw in just because I that's okay. just to kind of prove how because then we have to wait till next. Can Emmy. we? How about we change that part? Because we we obviously the show is probably going to be very good. Yeah. That I'll the modifier is that it wins best adaptation at the Game Awards. Okay. So best adaptation and then and then your showcase idea and then the summer release date for yeah. okay like it. All right, lock it in. All right, my next prediction is Blue Point, who is responsible for the Demon Soul remake that was at the launch of the PS5, is in fact doing another remake on top of their other side project, and that game is Metal Gear Solid. Um, they're going to announce it this year. I'm not going to say it's going to release this year, uh, but uh, they are in fact doing it. They will. There will be new sections of the game. And they'll be bringing back the voice cast, David Hayter, uh, Jennifer... Hale? Hale, yeah, and, all, and everyone else. So that is my prediction. Uh, yeah. Um, I've been trying to get Nick to believe that they're working on a Middle Gear Solid remake for a long time <laughs> now. So yeah, so I feel like this is a little bit of theft. But, uh, no, I think that's really solid, man. I mean, there's been rumors... Um, about that for a bit. Obviously, it's probably the biggest franchise in existence that hasn't been brought forward really at all. And um, Blue Point's the team to do it. The the interesting thing about it, though, like you said, is they have another side project. They've been on record saying that they the next evolution of the studio is to make their own thing. So, you know, Metal Gear Solid Remake, I feel like, could be small enough that um, that they could be working on two projects at the same time. Yeah. The other small little wrinkle, though, is that there is 
you know, on, on November 11th, there was an article saying that Metal Gear Solid 3 remake is starting to look like a done deal. So I wonder if it would be weird if, if there was two separate remakes being worked on by two different teams. Be interesting if Blue Point's either doing a big a big thing with like some of like many of them, or maybe they are just doing three. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But uh, there's a lot of like, like a lot of conflicting uh, information. Out Again, there. it's been the generation of uh, remakes, so I, it just yeah. it feels like this one it, this it one is due. Yep. So, all right. Um, my next one. So. Uh, despite the Nintendo Switch continuing to sell at a record pace, I believe we will see the long-rumored Switch 2 this year. Um, furthermore, I'm going to say it's going to show up at the E3. So when I say E3, can we agree that it's just June. like, yeah, just the Summer Games Fest, yeah, E3, it doesn't, whatever. Yeah, it's fine. Yep. I, I'm not really care care about when it's announced. Okay. I, it'd just be announced. So it's going to be announced, and they're going to say that Metroid Prime 4 will be launching alongside it. Okay. Yeah, that's... I think that's the fun. That that'll be the interesting part because I'm 100 percent on a switch to yeah being announced this year. So yeah, all right, um, seems right. And this is my prediction. You didn't hear, John. Mm. The PlayStation Five will get a UI overhaul Ooh. with the entire home screen getting more vertical, more customization, personalization options, Discord integration. It'll still be cross media. But the, the interface as we know it, the kind of all your little games there, and then the game takes up the entire screen, uh, that is going to be moved away as they kind of like make it the PlayStation 5 UI more to your liking. And I think customizing that is a very strong way to go. Yeah, I think your canary in the coal mine there is the, dis- the Discord thing because... That's such a big deal to the people who it's a big deal for. It's not mm-hmm. really for me, but you know, especially PC players, they obsess over Discord. It, it runs their sh- everything. And mm-hmm. so I feel like to effectively integrate it into our ecosystem, you need you almost need to yeah, kind of re- remodel some things. And so yeah, taking the opportunity to kind of do a little bit more, add folders, yeah. add themes back in for some people, those seem to be kind of some of the main, main sticking points. Um, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, we are due for a new big uh, firmware update. It hasn't been one in a while. Yeah, so. no, yeah not since September. Okay. So. All right, and then for my last prediction, uh, we see the return of Uncharted. Um, so um, <laughs> this will be not led by Naughty Dog. This is going to be developed by Sony San Diego, and it's going to be a soft reboot positioning Nathan... Spoiler alert for Uncharted 4. <laughs> you all should have played it by now, but um, the game ends. You've seen Drake's daughter, so I think the torch is going to be passed to her, as you would expect. Mm-hmm. Developed by Sony San Diego, spring 2024. Yeah, I, I think that's, again, I, I, and I think we're going to get another movie announcement at some point, too. Yep. So I think it just makes sense. Uh, let Naughty Dog continue with Last of Us, give pass the torch and move the franchise over and it just makes a lot of sense you can bring returning characters for a brief cameo sully drake uh elena all yeah. them yeah and that's it's eight years since four that's, and, that's and who was the voice actress for the daughter do you remember off the top of your head after we looked her up? caitlin devers i think is her name she it book smart was a movie that that yeah. she's in that, that yeah. people kind of like yeah she she was she, in justified yeah she it, at the time, well, you know, very small speaking part, but this is an actress that could carry a whole game. Yeah. So this just makes a lot of sense, and it would be very fun. I would like, I would love the the twist of the the female because I I loved um, Lost. What is the Evangeline Lilly? No, was it no? 
<laughs> Uncharted Lost Legacy. Oh, it, um, <laughs> I love that game. Chloe. Yeah, Chloe. yeah the, the, the story in that and the, the, you know, so I think it just makes a lot of sense. Like, get get more, get, especially with, again, Last of Us 2 playing so well. Yeah. I, I would be very stoked for another Uncharted game. Yeah, just let Naughty Dog give all their secrets to, you know, Sony San Diego, I, I, th- I say them because, you know, they do the show and, like, I feel like if you could... Increase a team's capacity. You could, you could. That'd be a good place to do it. Um, but uh, I'll give this to you, even if you, you don't get. If you, the studio's different, okay. <laughs> so okay, I, fair. I'll be very excited for because I think everything else I think is, is pretty good yeah. and would be very fun. You know, Nick and I were talking a little bit. Um, yeah, and just the idea of like like you were saying how you know she's off on an adventure and she gets a phone call from her dad and like <laughs> what are you doing? Nothing, dad. Yeah, bullshit. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, just shopping in Paris, dad. And yeah. we're just having a good time. And he's like, she's like hanging off the back of a train or something, yeah. you know, something just exotic, you know. So yeah, so uh, it could, I, I, yeah, I think it'll be a thing. And about, yeah. it's about due. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, so that's it. I mean. This is going to be a great year. I just, I just have this feeling, as we mentioned at the start of the show, like COVID is, is, is forgotten at least. It's not over yet, and then it'll be around forever. But that game development will be on schedule, and God, and just that Sony has had their cards of their chest for so long. So long. And <laughs> we don't know anything about Spider-Man Two. We don't know anything about beyond, you know, Call of the Mountain and this Horizon expansion. Like, there's just so much we need to know and see, and I'm I'm very excited. The second yeah. there's a PlayStation showcase, maybe right. but, that leads that also talks about PSVR two and other things. I'm we're just gonna lose our minds. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, Housemark is yeah. Returnal came out. Um, not too long ago, but like they they could show what they're working on. Um, you got obviously Sucker Punch. You got Sony Bend. Sony Bend. Uh, Pixel Opus is a smaller team, but you know who knows what they're yeah. doing. Team Asobi. Yeah, dude. There's so many. And <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, the teams they just bought Haven. Um, <laughs> lots of exciting stuff. All right. So yeah, I, this is gonna be a great year. Great, you know, great time to podcast as, <laughs> as we just started. So year two, baby. Um, so, for song, we're going to kind of combine the new year and the old year. We're going to bring back old year's artist, Bear McCreary. You know, award-winning Bear McCreary. And of he, God of War fame. Yes. <laughs> and has been featured on here before. But now he's doing a different game. He's doing the track for Forspoken. He's doing a song called Phrase Theme. John and I just listened to it before we recorded, and it, it's pretty dope. It's it's bare to a T, but <laughs> yeah. it's it's interesting, you know. Being the Forspoken is a game of a you know a girl trapped in a foreign land, you know, from like New York. It, you can definitely hear the modern beats mixed with fantasy things in yeah. the music, which is yeah. cool. All right, and then for teases for next week, I do want to give my neon white story. John, you've been playing more Neon White. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, it's great. You should uh, try it. And uh, I've been playing some card games. Marvel Snap, of course, but also Inscription and Marvel's Midnight Suns, a game that I passed off on this very show and uh, and currently kind of enjoying it. So uh, what about you, John? What do you got to tease for next week? Uh, I'm going to get Last of Us done. Um, So I'm going to get that Platinum, which will be nice. So not a lot to report on it, but... um, you know, obviously, you want to try and get that done before the show. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, I kind of have a trifecta of games that I'm, I might jump into. Inscription being one. Um, 
neon finishing neon white and Elden Ring. Those are the, those are the three. Yeah. yeah. So small project. Well, yeah. And so it's like I, I probably will go into neon white, try and get that done, and then uh, and then. Elden Ring is just, it's so intimidating. And even with that guide that I have. And in oh, typical God. John fashion, it will be none of those games. It'll be a completely yeah, new game. Yeah. It'll be Norco or something else. Yeah, you know? it'll be whatever the, uh, you know, uh, extra games are next month. Yeah. We'll see. So, And we do have a listener email we're going to read next week. So mm. a lot of good stuff. This is going to be a great year. So I hope you enjoyed the show. And we will see you next week with six more things. Bye, guys. Happy New Year. Happy New Year.